Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Afternoon FM. Today we have well-connected Wes in the building. Hey. Street photographer extraordinaire. I'm happy to be here. Lo- local artist in Patterson, New Jersey. Hmm. We have Adrian on the other side of the code. I'm just me. <laughs> Rock, and she, uh, if you want to introduce yourself as well. Okay. Uh, my name is Adrian Cohen. All right. And I am happy and delighted to be a part of this conversation. All right. Well, well, let, me, let me do a better introduction. That was nice. I like that. I like that. All right. Let's go. Um, go. <laughs> yo, uh, yo, good day, good evening, uh, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, it's your boy, West. You can find me anywhere as Well Connected or, um, you know, my name is Randaz West the second, born and raised in this little city of Patterson or this little big city of Patterson. Uh, I'm a photographer of, let's say, 10 years, and I'm here, happy to be with these beautiful people and have this conversation. All right, all right, let's go, uh, let's get it started, man. So cool. tell me about, like, uh, tell me about, like, your, your upbringing, like, your childhood. Well, uh, I was raised on the east side of Patterson. I uh, went to, uh, sm- like, a, a church school. Like, it was, it's built as a church. It's, right now, it's Madison Ave Baptist Church. I don't know if they still do uh, classes there, but I went there from 5th to 8th grade. Before that, I went to the school called Pope John Paul. In Sparta? Nah, it was in fucking uh, Clifton. Oh. Yeah, I went there for a little bit. Uh, that's, like, the early days, dude. That's probably, like, around the first time I touched the camera. Oh, yeah? Um, but it wasn't for serious, you know, purposes. It was just for play. I just thought of it as, like, this cool toy that I never got to play with yet. What was your first, uh, what was your first camera? Uh, oh, shit. It's like a Nikon Cool, cool Picks. Picks. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I have it still in the crib, yo. My mom, she, she, what's the name? She kept it, and I ended up taking it from her not too long ago. She, she bought that shit, and I used it just to take photos of my friends and I. Yeah. Um, to start, then like when I was in high school, I was uh I was recording like dance videos. You remember when Soldier Boy first came out? That was <laughs> Wait, like. Was it you dancing? Uh, and I was recording at first, and then I started joining in with my fucking friends too. So yeah, like I was in it with the shits. Come on, man, we all dance. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember that shit. I was like when uh before YouTube became YouTube. Bro. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's. Actually, I remember those days of YouTube because, like, that's when I first found MF Doom. And Doom is, like, one of my largest uh, influences. Oh, bro, yeah. No, me too, bro. Like, around, uh, it was around, like, mid-high school. And I I remember, like, getting Mad Villainy Mm -hmm. and Mad Villainy. And, like, I was was into, like, I heard a lot about Jay Dilla Mm -hmm. when I was younger. And then, uh fucking i i downloaded i think i downloaded his entire discography and it was like nuts it was like fucking they, they had like the three beat tapes mm-hmm. fucking uh what's it called like the what you slum about? village some uh slum village uh, instrumentals volumes? yeah 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 the, the the beat tapes though man like champion sound so it came with everything nice. and uh I, I think like after listening to champion sound like I, I was like i was like who's mad lib and shit and uh then Yo, I found Mad Villainy, and then I got into Doom after Mad Villainy, and then Moon Food is like fucking. I fucking. I, I Wait a second, upon. Doom is a recording artist. He's a yeah, rapper. MF Doom is a rapper and a I producer. I thought it was a video game. No, well, it is a game. It is a game. But, Doom is uh, uh, he's like a, a villain, like a. Dude's name is uh, so the artist's name is MF Doom. Uh, okay. He's a rapper, mm-hmm. and he also made some of his own music, like production. Yeah. Um. He is like one of the most out there artists in in like hip hop history, 
he walked around with like this metal mask on uh ah. like, that's that's what most people know him for but he was all, always like in music from i would say from like teenage years he like lives and breathes music yes that yeah, is he, him it defines he's also known as like uh what is it he he's known as victor like vaughn. victor vaughn king Ghidorah, uh, king uh <laughs> metal Daniel fingers Dumoulin. all like, he's he's like one of the first people that decided you know what i'm gonna be me and a whole bunch of other versions of myself uh, ah, so he's like metaverse yeah. in yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah. bunch of different characters. I love how he like he would yeah, talk like, about the mask. Mm-hmm. You ever watch the Red Bull? He's like, he's like the thing. He's like the reason that I like you know. He's like I, I have the mask is because it's like the hip hop game is about everything but the music, bro. Yeah, that's fire. Anybody could wear the mask, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I love that shit. Wow, that's I like an that. Awesome tattoo. Thank you. That shit hurt like shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm I I'm covered in tattoos. Yeah, same, I have yeah. one on my side. I was screaming when they did Dude, it. They was, had to they had to strap me down to the table. I, I cried, man. When I, I cried showed when my he artist died. the yo, me too. I cried. It kind of bothered me, I, man, because I was like, damn, yo, I'm getting so much closer to actually being able to meet this nigga, and now he's gone. I I, I cried, but I remember it was on New Year's Eve. Yeah, nah, yeah, that was. How the, old was he when he died? Uh, he was maybe like mid fifties or early fifties. So he um, had to be with his kid. I feel like he was depressed after his kid died. Yeah, this that should, dude. I think uh, the the fallout of the last years of Doom were pretty rough. I think yeah. it was like what, like a decade ago, they fucking barred her from the U.S. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They like the United States didn't allow him back in. I think Obama was president at the time. Why? Where um, is he from? He's Yo, English. He's English, oh, but he okay. was like he was like born basically there, born in like just born York, there and raised here. So they, he didn't have like uh, American paperwork ever, um, which is and, interesting because you can get dual <clears throat> citizenship. Yeah, but he, what is it? He's if he grew up in like the eighty, he grew up in like the sixties, seventies, and eighties probably. Okay. So like his whole time frame is different. Like their their whole upbringing was different. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, um, man. Yeah, I fucking I, I remember, man. I yeah, it was two right, years ago too. One of the greatest. Yeah, yeah, bro. I fucking when I heard the news, bro, I was like. I was so sad. I was so because it was like it was like a piece of your child dying. Because Mad Villainy, oh, Mad Villainy is like the th- two or two. I'd say my favorite album is Omatic, mm-hmm. and then I'd say like Donuts is like second, just because of the principle. I'm gonna donuts. say let me round it out for you to the story that I started because of YouTube. Um, I was I, I can't even tell you the age, but I remember I was just a kid. And <clears throat> my favorite cartoon is Scooby Doo. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know, Scooby Doo instrumental, like, cause it's YouTube, and I was just fucking curious. I typed that in shit, that that in, and uh, hey came up. <laughs> oh shit, bro, <laughs> yo, like the, bro, I heard that shit. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Yo, I, I dove so deep into like the fucking the the Doom uh, iceberg at that time, bro. Yeah. I was in love with it. I'm like, yo, this guy has fucking imposters. What? Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yo, that's another thing about Doom. So, like, uh, at one point, he had so many shows booked that he couldn't be in all the places at one time. So, he would say, like, uh, hey, yo, here, go put this mask on and go perform as me. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it'd be like a dude, like, Doom Hannibal is... Barres. Yeah, yo, Doom is like a heavy set dude, but imagine, like, a, a small guy like me coming out and, like, rapping with his mask on. You know, that that reminds me. That reminds me of like the gorillas or also Daft Punk. Yeah, yeah, seriously. 
that's I mean and he probably had a large inspiration on all of them because like he's like the first dude to say yo I'm gonna do the weird shit John Cohn has joined us ladies and gentlemen <laughs> who is the weird dude we're talking about Doom yeah, MF Doom oh yeah he's a fucking man yeah you know I found him off of uh, it was weird cause a lot of the shit like led back to Doom and I was like a British artist, bro. I'm like, I'm not gonna, like I, I remember I was like turned off a little like beginning, and then I listened to Mad Villainy, mm-hmm. and then fucking it just like opened the gates, and then it's just all of it got so uh, so like close to me. Like yeah. it was weird. It was weird. Like seeing a past felt like my childhood died. Like you know what I mean? It was like a childhood hero. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like because uh, just feeling like the music and shit and just the it was like an innocent person you know what i mean like that guy that guy literally just artist want yeah wanted to just catch wreck didn't fucking wasn't like you know was about all the right principles with his music and uh yeah man but it was just masterpieces though like even all all, all the instrument it was crazy because his instrumentals like even in the beginning you know what I mean? And he had such a troubled fucking life, man. It was like, yep. you know, his brother his brother dies when he's like, you know, like as they, yeah. I think, I think it's the story of a great artist, you know? No artist is like, lives a life of pure joy. Mm. You know, somehow they just manage to make it make sense through the work. Yeah. I think it takes a certain amount of crazy to be able to access the amount of beauty in life yep. and show it to other people in a way that they'll and receive I it. I'm pretty sure I might just be that kind of crazy yeah dude (laughs) (laughs) i always like uh since i fucking found out the news i'm like nah doom ain't gone if i'm still here yeah you know like i'm still here so fuck it i'm gonna keep making some shit to inspire people too i was gonna say you seem like you're the that type of crazy yeah Yeah, for sure sure. yeah man the mask mask always goes on it's uh it's beautiful it's just like it's this this one like it's the it's the pure like it's the pure fucking artistry of it man it's like uh i don't even know how to explain it it's it's there's no fluff it's just like a raw image it's weird because that's what i was talking about on yesterday's podcast with the cassavetes guy cassavetes is one of my favorite directors i I got invited on a a, like a kind of like a film snobby podcast but it was random random shit like twitter fucking zoom that's pretty tight yeah it was cool as fuck but it was like i got into the chat and fucking they were like balls deep in cassavetes for lack of a better term (laughs) fucking no but they're they're there and they're talking about his work and this guy was like one of the first like independent filmmakers this guy was like six uh 1959 shit like that okay these black and white films and uh there's like people talk about like the french new wave and like how you know how this guy like broke all the barriers in film and uh, Cassavetes did that shit before it and was like this independent. He basically, the Independent Spirit Award for film is named after him because it's like this dude was just like an actor, uh, like a TV actor that he had like an acting studio and then he was training the actors and he made a film out of it, like just doing them improvs and fucking shot it, released it. Yeah, I mean, it was a small team, like, you know, and this yeah. is like when film cameras were going from the big ass shits to like, yeah, he was like an RE like 16. And fucking his his composition is like. Is Yo, can I can I ask you, uh, like, what's what's the name of one of his more popular films? Cause I know films. Faces. Faces. Uh, Killing of a Chinese Bookie, Love Streams. 
Opening night. These are all like 40s movies. 50, 50s, 60s, and like 70s. Right. He, his, his era was like... 60s was really like when he like had like... The black and white ones mm-hmm. are like the shit. They're like pure art films. Okay. But the way this guy composes in the fucking... Uh, it was it's weird I, I, how I got into film man I uh I I was a photographer uh like when I was like 18 19 mm-hmm. uh, you know I, I just I picked I had a Nikon like uh, D31 I went from the cool pics to uh and my my ex girlfriend let me use her Canon and I got a couple shots around Union City yeah and then I like and I was like oh, I was like this is really good well, for context what's up you're talking to 18 19 how old are you now I'm 30. 30 turning 31 in in, uh february like 11 12 years ago yeah 11 years ago she gave me a canon and uh i was a photographer and fucking uh then i moved to la and i was like making music and then uh, i watched uh barry linden for like uh and 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 it kind of clicked it was weird i was like 21 when i realized that movies were just like photographs (laughs) in fucking you know what i mean and it was like and it was music and like books and like all this thing like it didn't it like you know I mean you always watch movies and shit you're like oh you know this is like my feed of entertainment mm-hmm. but then I was like yo this is like the ultimate like art form right now like it's like these these pieces are fucking like amazing you know, you know I recently had a conversation about movies and it's very interesting how it influences us individually and mm. also the masses as a society yeah because if you're telling a story the, the storyteller is the puppet master yeah yep and you have complete control to influence and give perspective. Yeah. Which is exactly what a photo does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are what you eat, though. Yeah. I, I, I learned that shit, man. It's, it's <laughs> weird. No, I'm serious. You ever watch, like, uh, I'd visit, like, my cousins and, like, different spots. And you, you see, like, the media. The media that people ingest is, like, it's like the diet. It's like a visual diet. No. Yeah, there's like there's your, your music you listen to too. It's just all like this this like intake uh, of uh, uh, what's it called? <laughs> this like intake of uh, of like this like your music, your fucking your media and everything. It's people's ideologies that you may or may not agree with. But yeah, it's put no, put over a rhythm that you could probably fuck with. Mm. you know so it's like you're trying to decipher whether it's a good or bad message it's true right? you know what i mean but like you know sometimes people are living a fantasy you know what i mean sometimes it's you know it's just straight up theater mm-hmm. but uh just like if, if it's like kind of like trash tv you know what i mean like that's all you're watching you know what i mean it's like it ends up like it affects like who you are if you're watching like fucking fox news and it's that's like a, you're gonna get fucking angry you know it's a segue yo so like that's how i got that's how i shaped my vision for photography mm. uh when i was a kid well, fox news no fuck no again <laughs> 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 um it, it took a while like but in retrospect it made sense when i started looking at my work mm. i um i think i was like 11 or 12 when i stopped watching like regular tv i guess like cartoons and shit because mm. I was tired of watching commercials, bro. I got really tired of commercials really quick in, in life. Mm. And I realized, yo, this is programming. Like, pro- commercials are literally like, yo, you want this, buy this, you know, you may yeah. need that, this, that. Yeah. But I just started watching movies instead. So at the time, it was just HBO. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, my mom ended up buying, like, fucking Showtime, Stars. So I was, I was in taking everything. Anything I didn't have a commercial, I didn't even give a fuck about, like, credits. It's yeah. like, all right, the movie's over, next movie. Yeah. All right, the movie's over, next movie. Like, I was learning, like, 
angles i was learning tones i was learning context all of that shit was like subconscious yeah until i started really making photos and i was like oh shit wait this reminds me of that yeah oh it's like something that's stuck in yeah. time yeah and you're capturing it to give a different perspective and tell my own stories yep that is a beautiful way of looking at the world and to be able to have that kind of perspective i appreciate it it feels weird honestly because uh i'm i am an active observer but mostly observer the action only comes when i see something that i like so Um, basically you're a professional people watcher (laughs) as well as a professional storyteller so it's like a mix of both Mm. um i think uh i think photography was always like uh my creative weapon of choice because it was at first it was just like a fast result it wasn't like trying to make music or or trying to paint something like it was photography i line it up i make it psh, you're that capturing fast. life yeah at first it was fast but then it became something a lot more intricate you know it's like oh now i know how to use this to tell somebody something so what am i going to say so what would you say everyone can take a picture yeah but you you take pictures and you've made a life out of that perspective what's what was it like the transition from just taking photos to telling a story um tough i mean i'm not gonna front i hated jobs i still do so uh at first it was like uh i had this talent that i could use to make money you know uh and gradually that was unfulfilling for one i so i started out in in concerts like i was making photos at at shows in new york for a while rap shows and that was fun but what i got annoyed with was like all the text messages dms and emails yo you got those photos you got those photos you got those photos and it's like yo leave me the fuck alone bro like like you guys don't even like me like that like y'all you're not even gonna like acknowledge that i took this you're just gonna take the photo, do what you want with it, and run with it. What can you do for me? What can you do? For yeah, me? and at at one point, I think it was 2017. I was at uh, I was in Texas, South by Southwest, and I was I was in the crowd on Sixth Street, and yo, it's like all the people just converged into a sea uh, to follow uh, at the time Travis Scott and Quavo. And they were like screaming, Travis Quavo, Travis Quavo. Cameras in the air, getting the back of people. Like people just photographing the back of their heads, really. You know, and I'm like, yo, this is kind of annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I could probably do without this and be perfectly fine. So, you know, in 2017, that was the first time I took a step back and really, like, reevaluated what I was doing. Um, I still needed a job, so I still worked as a photographer, like, uh, white collar shit. So you were um, trying to hone your skill, trying to figure out like what message do I want to convey? Just what I wanted to do with it for real. Like I didn't, I didn't understand like the gravity of a camera at one point. You know, I didn't understand like what I could do with it wow. at one point. Um, so I would say from 2017 to 2020, the top of 2020, I was I was in like this flux period where I was just taking jobs that paid me because I was a photographer and people mm-hmm. needed stock photos or some shit like that. Um, but I would still try and go outside and and see what street photography was like because I'd watched a documentary that made it. I, f- I felt like that's what I could do. What was the documentary? Uh, it was not. It was it Easy Street, not Easy Street. Everybody Street. Hmm. Um, Everybody Street is like a compilation 
documentary on like different street photographers mm. you know, different times different lives different topics of, of work mm. but it's a very uh not to like come down on it but it's a very vague documentary it goes just enough into each photographer so you can like oh maybe i like them mm. um it was a, a a peek into a world that i had no idea about you know um it took it took me deciding to push everything else to the side and say all right i'm gonna do this this is like the streets have something for me i have something out there for me to figure out within myself so i stopped taking jobs i haven't taken a job since really yeah no nah, i don't i it's not passionate if i'm having to get paid for it well you said that you're you're making several books now yeah so i'm working about uh What's photo books are my photo books are various um the first one that i made uh is called shadow box in volume one which is really just Wu-Tang. like hmm? Wu-Tang. yeah yeah it was definitely inspired <laughs> by that but it's also like the idea of shadow boxing is like you're you're fighting yourself mm. you know you're you're combating yourself so i was in the streets figuring out myself uh my first book was like an intro my second book uh dove sack is like my brain baby like my favorite creation um so far you know uh I'm next to my kid next to my to kid in case my son hears this next <laughs> next, next to um uh, Dove Sack is fucking genius. It's a it's a 180 page book on weed and mushrooms. 180 and pages. Yeah, just like just like three years worth of photos that I, I was making with one of my friends. Holy crap! That it's, takes a lot of focus. Yeah, but like I'm 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 very widely focused. If that makes sense, like I I can't always be around that environment. So whenever I am in that environment. My camera's up, conversation's going on, but I'm still just making yeah. photos. Um, it's not like, um, and, and being in like, I guess you could call it the trap. Being in the trap isn't like anything that feels uncomfortable for me because I've, I'm, I'm from Patterson. You know, like this, this, yeah. this is my yeah. environment. This is my home. Yeah, I, like honestly, I've been in more scenarios where it's like you should have had a camera. <laughs> like you could look back, like <laughs> the fuck did I have a camera at that point? You know. Yeah. Not to not to uh, take your brain away from the current story, but what goes through your brain when you're capturing an image that you know is going to mean, like, mm-hmm. is going to t- tell a story? Um, excitement. Yeah. Because at that point I know what's going on. Like I know what I'm doing. Like I'm I'm not taking a photo. I'm making a photo. You know. Like I've I. There are definitely differentiations between that. You mm-hmm. know. Sometimes you're in the street and you see something and you got to take it and see if you're making something of it. But there's, I mean, there's there's moments you kind of just know. You know. Like um I, I got gifted a Hasselblad in August. What? Yeah, yeah. What but is that? it's a it's a medium format camera, but it's like it's like the Rolls Royce of medium, medium format, format cameras. Okay, so you know, it's like, like some real like some posh shit. From scratch. <laughs> it's some real like real posh shit. It's, yeah. it's a nice ass camera. Um, and you know the homie gifted it to me, and he gave me some film, and I was like, fuck. All right, well let's let's make something of it. And I was uh I I got it from Harlem and had to go back to Brooklyn. Uh, the whole time I'm just like, like, hey man, I'm excited. I'm hitting every corner. Like I hope something happened. Like something's gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> something's gonna happen. I'm ready for it. it's coming. You know what? Just stay ready. 
So I, you must have that brain, like, when you don't have your camera and you're just experiencing uh, yeah, life. Everything like, is, oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, it's like that. Every every moment is, like, something where I can see it. It's yeah. like a still moment. The artist's brain. Um, but I, as I got off the train in, in uh, Brooklyn, coming out the train station, and I get up to, like, the street level, and I'm like... So I don't know, something's weird. Like, the vibe on my street, like, coming out the train just doesn't feel like what it usually does. Mm. And I'm looking around, I'm like, what the fuck is off right now? And I see across the street, there's, like, a crowd of police. And there's, like, maybe, like, two kids or, like, well, maybe not kids, but, like, young 20-year-olds. And, yo, the that shit looked critical. I'm like, this is exactly why things feel off right now. So I make my way across the street. And I have this Hasselblad on my fucking, my, like, on my side. And I'm like... Alright, let's pull this camera out, pull it out. And yeah, nah, that, what you're asking about is what I can try and describe. It's like, as soon as I looked through the viewfinder, I knew it was an important image. I knew it was an important moment. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was going to shoot it properly, but I knew it was up to me to capture it. So it's your empathy for life. That plays a part of it. Experience. Yeah, that plays a big part of it. Sometimes it's just like the action of it all too, but um, you you kind of get a rush from knowing that you're making something important. Um, I haven't shown that photo yet, but uh, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't posted it anywhere. Like it it just exists in my fucking archive at this point. Um, but it it's is this what you think that you think it's your best shot? Fuck no. Like, what do you think is your best shot? I don't have one. You don't have a particular nah, one that you're no not. Such thing. No fancy. <laughs> They're all the best. Nah, shot. it depends on what you see, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, it depends on what we're talking about. I got. I, I, I end up approaching it like on the day. It's uh, like it's like this. This one subject is just giving me like this energy, and it's like this is uh, this is like uh, like it'll come to seconds where like I'll follow somebody's like just the way their hand position is for i like, think oh, wow. every single day i just try and make gotta best, make one every day the best one for the day yeah you know? this well i'm letting it load up hopefully a little soon you know matt you are you have a very similar brain you are an artist yeah you are a photographer do you approach it the same way i it's kind of yeah that's that's, that's actually why i like that photo plus swipe over once. Oh shit! Yeah, you probably got it. I think you got it right. That's dope. I love. I love that one. That's that's fucking beautiful. Though. Yeah. So that was those. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see which ones you're going through. Uh, <laughs> uh. So this is the series one, two, and three, right? Mm. Um. That first one was like that. Making that first photo. I was like, oh shit! Like they really got, uh, they really got fam like hemmed up right now. Yeah. They're making, Can I see? Yeah, I was gonna say you, sh- you got to share. You definitely got to share. They have, uh, they had homie like held down, you know, maybe mm. like six officers on one kid. Um, what you, were they doing? What was what was yo, the situation? The, the so officers, I see an officer trying to. Well, uh, kid got arrested. I don't know why he got arrested, but he got arrested. Mm. Um. And and it was it was a commotion because it was a crowd of people trying to figure out why it took six officers to like take one kid in. Now that's a systemic problem with our society yeah. and, and police. I already know what's up, man. New York is a sick city. Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. It was 
2006. I like the difference in vibe, man. Between, uh, like, there's, like, New York Street photography and then, like, Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, is this... Um, Upstairs. Okay, thank you. Um, nah, you're right. It's a totally different vibe. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, the, between, like, shooting, shooting and Patterson, it feels... I feel a lot... New York is, like, there's such a commotion. You can get, like, the... the the crazy shots and like you know there's just the, there's like the stillness of the neighborhoods mm-hmm. but uh patterson has always been a weird like there's a weird energy here in union city too like i can get like it's kind of like a sister thing but like when i'm when i'm here i find that like i can see the same space over and over and over again like the same like kind of corners and shit mm-hmm. and i'll find a new piece in it like every single time i, I approach it it's like that wherever you call your base yeah like uh I mean, the, where that that corner that I just showed you that well that photo that I just showed you or those photos, that's like the corner I practiced on. Like I, I had this super impatient energy about myself mm-hmm. uh, with photography. Like I would just go walk, you know, walk, 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 walk. I'm like, yo, I've never been like the fisher. I'm always the hunter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm about to just go to this corner and just fish. Yeah. You know, um, or if I got bored, hit all four corners and just fish those corners. Yeah. Um, That's the beauty of street photography. It's like more of a hunt. It's not like this is presented to you and you're reacting. Yeah. It's more of I need to find the frame. You feel like, I mean, and see, that's that's the good part about coming home. Like being being back in Patterson and making work is like, uh, it's it's very surreal, bro. Mm. It's like... uh, my friend he called this uh he called <laughs> when i told him i was moving back he said well you graduated from gladiator school it's time to go back and take what you learned back home mm-hmm. new york is really like it, it kind of is like that you know gladiator not school. just like not just because the price of living is like double but uh you deal with so many different energies bro like i mean if you from a hood you know what that energy is yeah but when you're practicing photography in that yeah yeah, that shit makes everything else a lot easier. You know, yeah. like I was in Jersey City yesterday, and I'm just like, all right, well, nobody's gonna fucking stop me from making photos. Psh, 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 yeah. psh, psh, psh. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, you know. And even now that I'm like walking through Patterson, it's like I I can I can gauge people a block away. Yeah, you know, I can gauge what I want from like a couple steps away or steps away or block away, whatever. I see it as I'm going. Yeah, and um, I'm engaged. I'm engaged and I want to be more engaged because, hmm. you know, Patterson has that vibe where it's like, oh, man, you know, it's kind of iffy. I don't know if I want man, fuck. Bro, nah, this, this bro, guy that's is the reg- beauty of this it, bro. This regular, bro. So, yo, what's up, man? How's your day, bro? Like, you know, shit like that. And people love that. The grain, bro. The grain and, like, the grit of this fucking city. People love it, it because they don't experience it right now. Yeah, but it's still fucking, it's, you know what I like about the city the most is, like, uh, is kind of the same shit that like doom kind of falls under it's just like it's just raw mm-hmm. you know what i mean like doom is like doom's music is about uh it's just segue back to fucking the night segue back to doom but like uh to call back to doom man fucking like his music is just uh it's pure there's no uh there's no theater in it yeah so like uh it's this is just what this place is it's not people like i've been to la where everybody wants to be like like i want to be presented in this light yeah but uh here everybody is just there's just people living their lives yeah yeah that shit is fire i mean i've so 
since moving back, I've, I think I finally got to like the comfort zone of being outside all the time now. And mm. I fucking love it, bro. Yeah. One, I'm like, like you said before we started recording, one of three people outside on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you carry a camera every day, but I, I'm, that would make me one of two people that have a camera at all times. Oh, bro. Huh? <laughs> what kind of camera do you use now? We've talked about a lot of the cameras that you mm. used before. What are you using now? Well, I'm going to always have this little Rico on me, man. This is my, like, go-to camera. What is it? It's called a Rico. Rico. Yeah. And and what makes it special? Me. <laughs> you are absolutely the, the ingredient of capturing life but what about the camera specifically do nah, you like it's uh it's, it's rico's beautiful bro i love this if it was if i didn't have the fuji i would probably go for the rico mm. or a leica if i had the fucking bands bro. i would say i had i had a leica and i miss it yeah but it was worth it was worth selling um this camera is the the only digital camera that can keep up with me mm. at one point like i was i used i use a fuji film i used canon to start um I've never gotten around to using Sony's much, but... I like the A7s. This is, like, the only thing that moves as fast as I move. Because I've slowed down significantly, but when I first got this camera, it was like, I don't even have to worry. Like, I know it's going to get the shot. Well, as someone that's not a photographer, that doesn't have the vision that you do, <laughs> that's why I'm asking this question. Oh, I would not recommend this camera for anyone else. <laughs> no, no, only because so I actually... your personality. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nah. Like yeah for sure like uh I'm, I'm only half joking like i've recommended this camera to like so many people like i i've definitely i should i should have stock in this company <laughs> like, <laughs> like i've i've definitely recommended it but um i only say that it's not it's not the camera that's gonna make you great you know it's just it's you you know once yeah. you figure out how you do you then that's it when i was getting comfortable in 2020 when i was getting comfortable like really comfortable with photography mm. uh i found out about this camera and i was like let me try it and i fucking loved it yeah <laughs> uh and that that plus like it had a built-in flash and i was like yeah anything that's got a built-in flash is good for me i don't need all the extras so basically you can have you can yeah. have a way to capture what's going on in life no matter what right on your chest or in my pocket yeah like when i f like so this this strap is rather new like um i usually keep it in my pocket i don't like conversation about cameras too much mm. like um it's, it's well coming from being in the city all the time and having a leica yeah it's not bad because it's interesting the conversations you can get into but it's kind of pretentious because people will gauge your seriousness based on what's in, what you have. Interesting. Uh, when I had a Leica, I got stopped all the time. Oh, man, you must be a serious professional. Like, I could be bullshitting you right now if I wanted to, you know. But, like, I'd rather, I'd rather, this is, like, when I say this is my go-to, I mean, like, I've switched out so many cameras. I have several of these. Um, and I'll continue to buy them because this is what fits me at all times. And it's good quality. Yeah. It works digitally. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I probably, if I'm, yeah, let me be honest, I'll probably burn through two batteries if I'm outside shooting for real. It'll probably take me like f five or six hours, but yeah, I'll go through them. Um, I miss shooting film sometimes. Uh, what do you mean mistaken. shooting film? Like with rolls of film. Oh. Like 35 millimeter film. Oh, okay. Um, I. Well, actually, I do have a film camera on me. This one, well, I have 
to try and keep one. You got the joint list. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, nah. This this is I, my thing. Is like I don't like heavy shit. I don't like I don't like carrying a bunch of gear. Mm. I don't like heavy backpacks. I don't like full hands. Like that's what I was wondering because uh, cameras can be so huge. Um, the yeah. DSLRs are fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. of your personal being. It's like carrying. It's not even just your personal being, but like I mean, depending on what you're shooting or what your you know your subject matter is, it could be distracting in general. You know, uh, with this, I know I'm not walking in someone, walking up to someone, and and they'll immediately feel intimidated by it. Mm. You know, like they'll just they'll accept me as a person rather than like who's this journalist or who's this uh, possible, you know, per- anybody. They don't yeah. anybody's anything. Um, but like it's it's just well, for one, I know what I'm doing with this. I'm I'm incredibly comfortable with this, um, and. I know I'm a comfortable person to be around, so let me just enter. Like, let my entry point be the conversation before the camera. What kind of camera did you use when you took the photos that you showed us when someone was getting arrested? The did you get that was a hassle. Photos oh hell no! Police? Nah, fuck no. Police, like, if you're they're ready for that shit, bro. They should they should be fucking comfortable with getting shot. They're <laughs> uncomfortable with being photographed, but they are not unfamiliar to it. Mm, you know yeah um, if you want to if you can't disturb somebody that's the that's one of the biggest things sometimes i end up a lot of my processing is kind of going because I, I rely half uh half phone and half like fuji mm-hmm. if i have the fuji and i have like you know my like you know the gods are right mm-hmm. like i have like my shot and yeah. it's like really good quality but even if it i, I never feel like it should you should ever I, you, can't feel like before i was like ah now fuck fucking photo fuck uh fuck no. camera photography yeah. i mean like uh, camera phone photography but now uh man like as long as it doesn't like if i know that i'm gonna disturb somebody with my fucking like i'll have like a 50 lens or something mm-hmm. on it and uh if i know that it'll shake up the subject i just want to get my shot like you know what i mean as long as the shot is good i don't like and it's weird because a lot of now there's uh there's kind of been like there's been a lot of talk about how like the the cool pics and like the fucking like the early digital cameras how they had like a certain grin like they're going oh yeah for, yeah they're like a grittiness they're, oh, yeah what? even like iPhone four it's 4s. nasty man it's nasty how crazy good that shit is it's, it's like and I know what you mean it's like it's, <laughs> it's good how bad it is yeah 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 it I gives have a like pixel. gives it a texture <laughs> I have a pixel and the camera is pretty amazing oh yeah no those are say. those are built to be fucking crazy good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the thing is that I'm not a photographer. I, I, I cannot catch life like one of you a, guys. One like, of my friends, he, I think, I think he said that he did a test, like ad shoot for them with the Pixel. Mm. So like he's a, uh, a basketball photographer. Well, he, he photographs everything, but sports is like his main job. Ben? No. Oh. Um. Uh. His name is Anthony Gathers. Mm. I'll send you his Instagram, but like this dude's fucking nasty. He he shows me like the hard drive, well the photos in his hard drive of the the Google Pixel test shoot that he did, and I'm like just like maximizing these shits, like yeah, damn, bro, that's mad resolution in there, like zooming in and everything, like wow, that's fucking clear. Those those cameras are nuts. Those cameras are nuts. It's um, interesting, like I, I I love hearing your perspective about how 
how you take snippets of life and you present it to the world. Hey, this happened. This is a real thing. And to be able to have the perspective to do it in a way that actually does tell a little bit of a story. I think it's a gift and a curse. Oh yeah, definitely, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's a gift. It's a gift when you can show it, but it's a curse when you're seeing it. You know, Uh, you know, it's like I don't know. It's like you got special glasses that not everybody else does. You uh, you see the world in in like totality and not just like you know. Blase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's like you have to you you analyze. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very. uh, It's definitely a state of mind. Like once once you're like in the frames i don't know if that like yeah you see people who like they'll dabble with photography like i actually like watching people when they're just starting to get into it because it's what their mind is like this is what my mind is like gravitating towards yeah people like you know like you and me we've been doing it for over 10 years and it's like now i just uh i just want my photos to be human like i really like i really like human Mm -hmm. like like the feel of like like this isn't this that's why i really I, i'm not big on studio photography because it's more of like portraiture and yeah. fucking like everything's fixed lighting it's like this mix of hunting reacting fucking like dancing, art composition it's like more, it's dancing it's like, it's yeah reality. you're yeah. capturing reality yeah to be able to show people an image that they would never have otherwise been able to yeah. Yeah, this old dude told me one time, this is like I think this was back in twenty twenty as well. I was still super rough. Yeah, when I say I was rough, I mean like I look at those first those first like maybe like two, three months of, of twenty twenty is like that period that you were just talking about where it's like you're just reacting to what you might like. Mm. Dude, my first few film photos of that year probably the worst shit I ever shot in my life. Really? Yeah, why? Yeah. Like, it's, why is it worse? It's, it's like, it's so bad. Like, the film is scratched up. Like, the negative itself is scratched up. The photos are dirty, like, it's dusty. It's like, it's bad, bro. It's all bad. It was just like error, error. It's not like, yeah, like, uh, like everything. Intended was wrong. error. Everything was wrong. Yeah. Shutter speed was wrong. Aperture was wrong. Fucking. Hey, bro, you gotta, like, pay into that shit. I mean, I, I, I love film photography. Yeah. Did you ever do your own developing? Yeah. yeah that's, that's the only way I get down. Like, yeah. I, I, like, uh, so I started out the way everybody else would, which is like, you know, shoot it, develop, or get it developed somewhere else. But like, that shit costs so much money. Like, mm. dude, what I'm. Is, what is Aperture? Aperture is like. Uh, aperture. Yeah, Aperture. It's, it's a. The eye. One, for, yeah, it's, for one, it's a, your. Uh, it's a camera setting. Um, it's one of the, the, the exposure triangle. So you have um, ISO, Aperture, Shutter Speed. Okay. Uh. Aperture is basically like how wide the eye of the camera is open. Okay. So like the the cl- more closed it is, like the sharper your image will be, and like the more focused it will be on one thing. And then the wider the open it is, it's like uh, everything else is in focus as well. Okay. Um, yeah, my shit was all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yo, the triangle was this. Oh, yo, my shit was a rhombus at the time, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, years out ago. Yo, I was fucked up, man. It was all bad for business, man. Like, ah, man, those early photos are so hard to look at. But like, uh, you're buying into it, bro. It's your college, dude. Word up for sure. Like, just, it's just, it's a muscle, dude. It really learned, is a muscle. I learned everything the hard way. Yeah. I ran into a bunch of the, you know, greats 
in the yeah. streets. Uh, I've met Daniel Arnold, Photo Dre. Uh, mm-hmm. What's this kid's name? The one that they make fun of. Uh, fuck, I can't even remember his name. Why did they make fun of him? Let's try to jog your memory. <laughs> oh, well, they just... Oh, Joe Greer. Wow, there you go. Joe yep. Greer? Joe Greer. Damn. Yeah, yeah. People be killing him on the internet, man. Why? They just... They make fun of him because of, uh, I guess, like, the way he... I don't know, man. I can't even put that shit into words, bro. Hmm. Sometimes it's like, you know, the subjects... The subject that he chooses will be, like, him and his girl or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, for the photo, and it'll be on, like, the Leica page. And mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, man, but that's just him and his girl. Why the fuck is it on the Leica page? It's like, just shut up, bro. Yeah, that's whatever, <laughs> like, Some people have better opportunities than you. Just get over it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. Like, like, just make your own, and you'll be fine. You know? You just gotta do, man. You um, just gotta keep making shit. Nah, but, like, I... I I met all these motherfuckers in the streets. You know, it's like you, people people think that they can, or you, they think the best way to reach out to some folks is like DMs. Yeah. But oftentimes, the best way to reach out to people is just do the fucking work. Yo, that's how I met you. That's, <laughs> that's how I met you. Yeah, I was you walking. Just, you just meet people in motion, yo. Was well, I, I met you? I think it was right by Broadway Pizza, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I yeah. remember that day. Yeah, yeah, it was like. I think it was the Hasselblad too. I was like, "Yo, you got a fucking Hasselblad? The fuck you?" Nah, I, I don't know if it was been, a Hasselblad, but no, it was a film. It was an RB, probably. I might have. It might With have been. It was Mami- either the RB, yeah, yeah, Mamiya uh, yeah. RB six seven, yeah. or uh, what is it? Uh, I had a Fuji film GSW six ninety. It's like mm. a Texas Leica. Yeah. I remember. I, I do know that I bought every single medium format camera that I had from the city to here to shoot at least one roll or two. Yeah. So it could have been any of those three. <laughs> You're yeah. speaking Washington. What is a GSW? <laughs> yo, this shit is fucking. It's just yo, medium format. Camera. Yo, it's like a big ass fucking camera. Yeah. Like, like one that's. Like I saw. Rich. I saw. Like, one that's like. No, 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 not like that. So like, uh, imagine like similar structure to this. Yeah. Imagine like a viewfinder here like a little like eye hole okay here no right here a little eye hole right here (laughs) but the shit is big square it's fucking big it's really so it's pretty much archaic in regards to like how we live in the digital world absolutely ridiculous however the fucking photos that you make off that shit are beautiful there's aspect ratio six by nine Mm. and it's oh my god yo i was just looking at these shits on like I take the negatives and just put it on my iPad. Yeah. And put like a white screen as a background. Yeah. That's all you need. Bro. That's all you need. It's in it's in camera. The piece Man, I'm sorry. that's the difference in film. Film photography and digital photography is I feel like digital photography, like yeah, you're, but, uh, you're never gonna get that feeling from a digital photo. I nah, you. nah, nah. It's just so like, like. Yeah, nah. You won't because like you when you're taking a digital picture, like you have to for one, you have to print the shit to get like your end result, and not many people print their photos. But like I'm, uh, if you're listening to this and you're a photographer, I'm gonna encourage you to print everything or that you love, print it all that but everything how do you that you love. Because that's how we communicate now. Digital, digital scanning. Fuck all that online shit, man. Tell somebody to come through. I got you. Got to see this. You got to see this in person. <laughs> oh my god, you got to see this. Yeah. Yo, that's the best shit. Yo, human interaction is the best. Like uh, one thing that I do is uh, I have a printer. I have a really large printer. Um, and when I make photos, like portraits of people on the streets, I'll I'll just carry that shit until I see them again. Really? Hell yeah. And given give it to them. It's nothing like that. That that shit is almost better than sex. 
<laughs> I swear to God, what? because you want like handing back a uh, someone a print of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's beyond that because it's like it's a moment in time that people nowadays don't really get to to live in. It's a a photo of yourself. You know, it's a portrait of yourself. And a candid experience. People, not even always. Not it's not always candid. Uh, like I like I like when uh, I make when I make contact, I make contact. Um. But that's the versatility of it all, you know, being able to be a, pe- a people person and be able to create some crazy shit at the same time. But the the next step is to bring it back to them and watch how they react when they finally see that. That takes a lot of confidence. Speaking of portraits, Ben, I actually remember I was going through your portfolio. It was a while back and uh, I saw uh, what's it called? Uh, my one friend, Issa Malice. Samalis Perez. My girl, I love Issa, yo. I love yeah. Issa. Shout out to Issa Malice. I haven't seen her in like I went to school. I went to Manchester. Nice. With her. And uh, yeah, I've seen her, her portraits with it, bro. So it's beautiful. She's uh, she's Issa. an actress now. Yeah. yeah. She's in I think Paris. <sighs> she's living. Yeah, that's good. That's good. She always had that like that that like kind of vibe to it. She's very like. I don't know. She was, like. So I used to sell weed to her like six years ago. Excuse me. And um, I don't know, bro. I, I always thought that she was like way too smart to be like one of my friends. Hmm. Sounds crazy, right? She's like a very like heavy like. Bro, she's she's like one of the most intellectual people I've ever met. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, and at the time it was like it was like intimidating, you know. But we were always cool. Like we would smoke and chat all the time. And I was just like, damn, yo, she's way too smart. Mm. But then uh, she moved. She came back. I grew up. You know, like we met at the same level. And um, it's not that we're different ages. It's just like mindset was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, when we reconnected, I was like, "Yo, we." Uh, well, I, she already knew that I wanted to like make photos with her, but it was great actually having that experience. Yeah. Because uh, she's macho. She's she's super artistic. Um, her acting game is pretty cool too. She's been learning different languages to keep up with what she's trying to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I really, I really, I really want to check out some small of the work. World. Every time I find out that somebody knows her, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You Bro, I went to too? high school with her. That's tight. I went to high That's school tight. with her. She was always like, she was kind of like that too, man. Her vibe has always been kind of the same, where it's like, it's very, very like smart. She's like kind of very selective mm-hmm. with people. Yeah, she was fucking. She was really cool. She's a fucking thespian, yo. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a real artist, bro. That's the. Uh, I was looking at. They were using the Ursa. Uh, I'm like one of. The, I was like seeing like the set photos, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit! And I was like, these models is fucking like. I was like killing it right now. But yeah. I, I noticed. I noticed you had the yeah, the, yeah. the photo credit. I was like, yeah. oh shit! I was like, yeah. get out of here, bro. Yeah, bro, you're fucking killing it. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I'm man. just doing my best, man. Just nah, but you know what, man? Is like your your photos are true. They're like, they're like, they're not, it's not fluff, it's not like... Take photos of real life shit. Yeah, real life <laughs> shit, yeah, that's like, that's, that's the, that's the beauty of all of it, man. Word up. Is, uh, it's kind of, that's the main thing that I'm trying to do with all my pieces, too, is just, like, stay human, you know right. what I mean? Like, being human is, uh, there's like, you know, the digital... This digital intermediate that everybody has now that we're all like, you know, everybody's competing for like either like attention or fucking their like, time in the spotlight. Yeah, or their yeah. time or like yeah, like y'all like oh like you know, like every it's Look at me. blast 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 yeah, ego ego you ego. You guys don't do that. Yeah. You're actually trying to capture snippets of life yeah. that you need to see. Yeah, I'm trying to inspire people to get up and go do something for real. 
Mm. You know, um, I've I've always had like this sideways way of thinking where it's like you know everyone else is getting jobs and graduating and doing all this and that and i just wanted to create shit yeah. and uh for a long time it wasn't a straight path to what i wanted to create so yeah bro i think i, I went through all of that watching everyone like have glow-ups and like win and oh i'm getting this promotion that shit is cool and at first at the very at the the youngest point of my watching that it was a little hard to watch but um i think it didn't take long for me to understand that what what other people's wins were were not my wins you know like i i've i've had a wonderful life you know and to look back at it all it's like i wouldn't trade this shit to be like a graduate earlier <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about your life you would call out that makes it so wonderful is it your perspective is it what you can see uh i suppose so yeah uh it's the fact that that i'm doing it you know like there's no middleman between me and my my dreams it's all on me you know i wake up and i know that i go to sleep and i know that you your own road. Yeah, and it's not easy, <laughs> but it's worth it. You know, I look back and it's like, damn, we got it this far, you know, and, and I, I'm not like fucking superpower. I don't have foresight, but I know what I want to do with it. And I know it's possible. It sounds like you have a really awesome message. I Is hope so. That, hey, guess what? If I can... If I can do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm life scapegoat. That's what I, I say, yeah. If I can freaking do this, then you can absolutely do it. Get off your fucking ass and do something. Real shit. No, real <laughs> shit. Uh, that's, that's legit all it is, and I'm trying to leave breadcrumbs for everybody else to know that they can do that shit, too. It's really important for people like you to exist because it is, you know, for me, working in a corporate company, when you're just in the rat race, mm -hmm. basically, it's important to see the inspiration mm -hmm. of what other people are capable of. Because yeah. it makes me, and I'm sure a lot of other people feel really inspired, like, I can do this too. I hope so, You're an man. example. I really do hope so. You got, uh, you got anything to close with? Uh, nah, man, but nothing besides, you know, uh, you know, my story is my story, yours is yours. Uh, and we all have uh, what my friend likes to call peaks and valleys. But keep going. You know, keep going. You'll make it. Wes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can find him on Instagram at WellConnected. No O. What's up? No O. No yeah, O. No O. You'll find some <laughs> weird dude. Uh, well Connect is spelled W-E-L-L-C-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Cohen in the building, guys. This is Matthew Zaytun. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Afternoon FM. Stay beautiful. Peace.